Welcome, welcome, Pat. How are you? Uh, hi, Tony. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm ready. I have uh, my cup of tea with me, a little decaf Earl Grey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm ready for some good conversation. Awesome, awesome. Well, I don't have a special tea that we're known for uh, with me today. Instead, I have a little uh, lemon water. So, Oh, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. We're like teammates. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have lemon water. We'll see what happens uh, before our conversation ends, though. I was just finishing up. <laughs> I need some fresh and some recommendations. So uh, I am so excited that you are a very first uh, guest on the I'm Not Sure It's Okay. Let me restate that. I'm not sure, but it's okay <laughs> podcast because that's just how we rock and roll so um, well I am sure that I'm honored to be your first guest I didn't realize that and I'm very excited to be here and as I I said in my email I'm I'm mostly excited about chatting with you <laughs> yes yes and that's what this is all about sharing some of my most treasured conversations with others so that they can uh, live better, learn and unlearn daily, and uh, lead boldly, because that's uh, what inspires me through these conversations. So we're going to keep it conversational, you know, not necessarily an interview. It's a conversation, and um, I encourage you to share from your heart. Um, And the purpose of this is just to plant seeds and water seeds with our relationship, but also to share with others to hopefully encourage them to take one more step, keep going, keep climbing, keep growing, unlearning, (laughs) Uh, Um, to to live authentically, to be their best self, because we all were put here um, in a different and wonderful capacity. So yes, yes, yes. And I think I think starting from a young age, somehow we're taught that we have to fit a certain mold, we have to follow certain rules. And, and those rules are, are great and helpful for the community, but they stifle who we actually are. And yes. as we get older, we start to learn that we're not being true to ourselves. Yes, yes. We're not living our best life. And we can't do that unless we start to unlearn some of those things. Some yes. of those rules that boxed us in. Yeah, so you know I'm not a conformist, so. <laughs> <laughs> not conforming with this podcast and the way no. that others um, run their lives and their podcasts and um, best practices. I do follow best practices and true practices in other instances, um, but this is the best practice and true practice for me and my my tribe. So this is how we're going to rock and roll. <laughs> you can't go wrong when yes. you're it from the heart. That is the best practice. That's the ultimate practice is to do whatever you do from the heart, from yes. your instinct. Yes. So Pat, we met, oh, I don't even recall <laughs> the year. Um, and we may have connected 
via Twitter first because that was my mm. first social platform and yes. then in person at the 140 conference which was a Twitter conference that I was honored to, to present at. Um, right. So, I was on a panel in that one. Yes, yes. And, right. uh, my session kept getting passed back and back. And I was like, you know what? I'm still going to um, capture their attention because math is important. And I, I want everyone <laughs> to And that's how you caught my attention because I am, math is my number one weakness. Mm-hmm. has been it's something that held me back emotionally in school and so I just loved that you were a woman up there presenting on that I was and and that's how I connected with you yes yes yeah it's so funny because people see math and numbers but we we actually use math beyond quantifying anything you know um our logical um processing um our planning development timing i mean math is in every everything and that was truly my message through uh power org math uh which i have since dissolved we haven't spoken since i dissolved the nonprofit after 15 years i had no idea yeah yeah i kind of repurposed it into refresh my math so Ah. a version a version of that helping uh families but also um focusing on adults who um, have found challenges. So removing that intimidation, showing them how to move beyond that fear into their uh, taking their place and make exams for work, leveling up uh, for in different positions, um, college entrance, and then small business owners. I've, mm-hmm. I've connected with so many of you all that, I'm always sharing and I say, let me be more intentional about this. So looking at data, the data that we have um, at our fingertips and utilizing that to grow our businesses, um, to serve the communities um, around us, our target audience, and um, to just help people move beyond (laughs) after so many years in an informal way beyond their fear and anxiety associated with math. And I think that's, that's hugely important, especially right now in the computer age. Yeah. I look at, you know, my son who you've talked to, um, um, you know, when he was in school, he unfortunately got his math brain from me initially and had to have special classes um, through middle school and high school. And now he's gone all the way through university and he is a math whiz. He works in math and databases and in computer programming. And it's very important to what he does. And so I can see all these, these kids who want to be, you know, game designers and computer designers totally needing your services if, they're, if they need to shore up their math. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we don't have to talk about me too much. I don't want to take because this is your story. But I just wanted our, our listeners to understand how we connected, and then the tea party. Then you invited me to the tea party. Yeah, so we started the podcast that way. Tea lover. Yes, <laughs> that was an amazing experience. You are so just genuine and authentic, and my soul just connected with your soul. And I'm so glad that even beyond the years of physical distance and um, 
my taking time off social media, us not actually exchanging a voice conversation that it's like we haven't skipped a beat. So um, I'm excited about that. And then your travels, your journey, your, as I mentioned, being transparent, even on social media, hey, I'm going to move into this next and your RV travels. I was like, I remember when she said at the tea party, shortly after the tea party, I think I will be selling my property, which is absolutely beautiful, um, selling my property, and I just want to travel. I am looking into mobile homes, RVs. I I don't know the fancy name for it, so you'll you'll share with the listeners for it. But (laughs) even when you were sharing um, visuals of what you were thinking about, and then to follow your journey and your images and your the bumps in the road, so to speak, the rocks oh, and the, my gosh, the curves along those mountains. Lots. It's like amazing. But that is <clears throat> so life. aligned with life. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So I gave the listeners a, a background, a little bit of background insight to how we connected and how we stay connected. Please share with the listeners more about Pat, where she's at right now, where she's come from, how she's living, um, learning, unlearning, and leading. Wow. You know, we could, we could talk all night seriously about that because I have, I have learned and lived and failed and come back so many times (laughs) that there's a lesson in absolutely everything. But it was interesting you mentioned the tea party because that you talking about it totally took me back there. And And you probably didn't realize, but the reason that I held that big tea party was I had all these beautiful old English bone china teacups. And of course, I had that big house and all the cupboard space. And I knew I was downsizing. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to take the teacups with me. So I had never really used them. You know, as we do, we collect things and we keep them for an important or a rainy day, and we think we're going to use them, and then that day never comes. And I thought, enough, I am going to throw a big tea party, I'm going to use all my cups, and then I'll get rid of them, and, you know, save my a few of my favorites. And so that's what I did. Um, I finally had the tea party that I had planned to have for 20 years. And it was it was lovely. I all the women who came were all women that I respected and admired. Um, you obviously being one of them. And it was a lovely day, a highlight for sure. And then shortly after that, I did. I sold everything and got rid of everything and downsized uh, for a couple of years into an apartment. And then while well, my son was in school, and then I downsized to a 33 foot fifth wheel. And, and I just decided that I had always wanted to travel from the time I was a little girl reading uh, National Geographic. Um, I, I was driven to travel and, and having had kids every spring and every summer, I often wonder if, if genetically we're imprinted on like our ancestors who were maybe, you know, moved with the seasons but every spring and every fall, I would have to fight myself to not get on the road and go somewhere <laughs> while the kids are in school. So as soon as they were self-sufficient, I was like, see ya, bye. <laughs> bye. 
Um, so yeah, I, I had been fearful as a, before I got married to travel by myself. And, and then, you know, as I was hitting 50, I realized if I don't do it, it will never happen. And I don't want to live my life with regrets. I want to embrace it and, and go with it. And it was the best decision I have ever made. I cannot imagine sitting still and living in the same place ever again. <laughs> I am really fighting to be quiet <laughs> because I had the same experience. Like, why do we do that? Who told us that we had to wait? Yes. Um, I, I tell my kids now, I said, don't wait until you're 40 or 50. Make time to travel don't wait for a perfect scenario experience Mm -hmm. the world take your family along with you my older two are are married with children (laughs) take your family along with you there's you know there are family friendly budget options just explore um just do life you know why do we wait for somebody to go along with us i've been traveling solo as well i did it I did it scared. Um, I did it with a group. Everybody else was coupled up. And then I traveled solo. I had three amazing trips in one year and even uh, last year. And traveling solo is is a wonderful experience. Did you find that? I mean, you meet people that you would never have met if you'd been with somebody else because you're open to talking to people that you typically wouldn't be if you were there with another person. And, and you're so flexible to change in your day. You're not having to negotiate what you want to do each day. It's, I, I just, I love it. Yeah, that's amazing. But I, I love you. Uh, that's an example of living better. That is one major, you made a decision it's time. I'm going to do it. And I believe that as we become more self-aware and we make that decision, it just happens. And it happens quicker once we make that decision, quicker than we could ever plan for. (laughs) So I wish we would make the decision to do better no matter what the area is and just go for it. (laughs) There is so much freedom in that. At least I find it's so it much freedom in that. And I think you, you have to put what I've learned through this whole process is I have to put the intention out there. This is what I want, mm-hmm. but not build how it happens. Yes. Just <laughs> this is what I'd like because when I made the decision to go on the road, it was, you know, after the all the financial uh, collapse in mm-hmm. 2008. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I divorced. I was mm-hmm. in street debt. My house was underwater. I mm-hmm. had money. And I thought, I do not want to live a life that I don't enjoy anymore. So how am I going to do what I want to do? And although I had visualized myself traveling to Europe and Africa and Australia and Japan and China and all these wonderful foreign places, I couldn't afford to do that. I had Mm -hmm. no money. So I took what I did, what I had, and I put a down payment on an RV 
And I did it that way. And it turned out to be one of the best experiences. I never expected to love it as much as I did. Um, and then, of course, that has now transcended. You know, I was supposed to be in Thailand for, for, well, I was supposed to be gone for four and a half months, two of it in Thailand and, and the rest in Vietnam and Cambodia this year. And of course, COVID stepped in. Um, but I'm doing what I wanted now. I just had the intention out there. I had no idea how I was going to do it. And that's kind of how I live my life now, just day to day. Well, let's see what happens. And you know what? Everything has always fallen into place. Yes. Always. I just yes. trust that it will. And it does. And, and even the, even the, the, the things that seem like hurdles always have hidden benefits. Yes. You know, I, yes, I had to cancel my trip and come back here, but oh my gosh, I'm revamping my businesses. I'm doing different things. I'm, I'm, enjoying time with a, a great friend in Virginia and it's all worked out beautifully. And then yeah. my son, we, I met my son in Thailand and we've decided he, he is following in my footsteps. He's, he wants to become nomadic only he is only 25. So he's got, you know, his whole life ahead of him. He spent a month in Vietnam. He did, um, he spent three weeks with me in Thailand before we came back. He wants to, he's like, when are we going back to Thailand, mom? Should I go and live in Mexico for a month first? Or So I'm, I love seeing that he has learned these lessons decades before I did. Yes. So uh, you, you were born in Canada. Mm -hmm. You migrated to the U.S., yeah, and now I, you're traveling all over the world. You're leading boldly from within your own household, even though your your children are your sons are adults now. Um, you planted that seed. You watered that seed, um, and that's kind of what this this podcast is about. That was a great example of doing so. Um, you aren't skipping a beat. You're adjusting when necessary. Um, you're, as you mentioned, revamping your business. Tell us more about that. Oh. <laughs> it's still still in the planning phases. Yes. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've been a small business owner since uh, 2002 in the United States. I came to the States in 99. Um, I actually started the steps for my business in 99, but I wasn't allowed to work. Um, so I did a lot of training, self-teaching then. Um, what do you, uh, let me pause. Mm -hmm. Why weren't you allowed to work? Uh, because my then, my then husband was here on a, on a visa to work. Okay. He was Canadian as well. Okay. Um, he was brought in on a special knowledge visa. And at that point, wives, the visas were not extended to wives. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, I was, I, uh, I I did I did work, but I worked for free gotcha. for the first three years. Um, wow! And fell into the biz my business. I actually, you know, my real estate agent asked me to help her build a website um, for her business, and I built her website. And then she people just started approaching me. So I ended up building a lot more websites and then I ended up morphing into online marketing and social media and content creation and SEO. And, 
um, all that stuff. But I kept my clients. I, I, I kept a very boutique business. I still have my first client. Another wow. client has been with me, you know, 12 years. Wow. Um, I, and part of that was because uh, when I started with my husband, he, his business, he moved. So we, you know, we moved to Ohio, then to Michigan, and I would have to shuffle my business based on what was happening in his life. Um, and then, you know, I shuffled it based on health issues and travel issues. I made my business fit me instead of me fit my business. And I think that has been what's best for me. I know a lot of a lot of people in, in the business world would be like, "Oh my gosh, you, you should have been growing your business and setting goals and doing all this stuff." But the reality is, I am most important. Yes. <laughs> and what my needs are, I'm running the business. The business shouldn't be running me. So I. I geared it up and geared it down based on what was going on in my life at that time. Um, so, I, and I have no regrets about that. I'm not a millionaire, um, but I'm happy and I've lived, you know, I've done great things with my kids and, and with traveling that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to do. So going forward, I have decided that I want to be really, I want to be passionate about my business. I want to love, I want to wake up in the morning and love what I do. And part of that is I realized I love helping other people solve problems. I love helping other people get over hurdles. I love helping people find themselves and seeing the light go off. So I, I'm, I'm morphing my business from and actually doing it, although I will have people to do it, to consulting, um, helping people evaluate their, their websites and um, find what their users want. That's one part of it. But what I'm most excited about is I've started, I'm planning on starting a coaching phase for not only my business, but also uh, for life, for finding the passion your passion for, for doing what I did and taking people through the steps that I have made. And, and although it sounds like it started back from that tea party, it actually started way before that um, with the steps. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we as human beings we put a lot of barriers in our own way. Um, for example, guilt, jealousy, anxiety, and all of these things block the natural flow of our passion and our happiness. And, and how I learned that was many, many years ago, I graduated from college, and I had a lot of anger because of my upbringing and uh, abuse. And there was a, a time where I realized that I could not forgive other people unless I also forgave myself for things that I had done wrong. So I literally called everybody that I thought I had wronged up until that point and apologized to them. 
And then I apologize. I, I forgave the people who wronged me. And I will tell you, I, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just even taking myself back to that point, because there is a something that just flows through you that I cannot describe. And I think some people would say connecting to source. Some people would say connecting with God, whatever it is, it is, you are, the word is connected. You're connected to the world in a way that makes you powerful. And all you can feel is love and happiness. It's, it, it, do you know what I'm talking about, Tony? Have you ever had that happen to you? Absolutely. I'm in that phase. <laughs> there, okay, there you go. Well, yeah, right. I think it's self-awareness and trusting self. Um, you, we get it to is. a point where we are more self-aware. We trust ourselves. We're listening to ourselves, our instincts, our source, mm -hmm. whatever we call it, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And um, we're making decisions based on our lived experiences, but based on what works for us and we're unapologetic yeah. about it um and sometimes we have some of us are in a position where it's not a big deal to walk away from a position a traditional position um we're not held to the fire in terms of uh, financial resources because we've given ourselves wiggle room and others uh, they just haven't given themselves permission to do so yet mm -hmm. um just because of the way society has conditioned us or as you mentioned our um family units um and things that we're holding on to that we don't even know we need to let go of until we're in that moment oh that's so true of addressing it we don't know yes. i'm still unlearning yeah like, oh my gosh i can't believe i did that i don't even know why this is coming up right now obviously i need to let it go i need to handle it i thought i handled it oh no yeah so uh, or, or what you're saying is really resonating with me. And I'm just so happy that you decided to share with me and then even publicly that evolution because oh. it is so transformative. It it's is so freeing. It's nothing like it. <laughs> nothing <I'm>, like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and unfortunately, after that moment, I went back into societal expectations, right? And got mm -hmm. married and had children, which was not actually what I wanted to do. I don't regret having my children. I love them. They are the best part of my life. Um, but then I fell back into it and lost myself again, right? Mm. And and had to find my way out, which is where I am now. And And I've become very, very clear on what is important to me. And, and I would love... I, 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 it, I'm, and you're probably saying that's why you've started this podcast to begin with. Once you find that place, you're like, why isn't everybody here? Everybody <laughs> should feel this. Everybody should feel this. And that's why I started Go Real Coaching, because it's not about forcing people to fit a mold. It's about them finding who they are and finding that freedom and that love of self and knowing that whatever direction they choose is okay. It doesn't have to be what they think they should choose. Yes. I'm not sure, but it's okay. Exactly. Because I've decided, because I've decided I'm just going to keep walking toward that vision 
for today. It may change tomorrow, but I'm going to continue activating what works best for me. And because I'm on that path, I'm going to attract all of the resources that I need, even if my resource is just being still. Oh, and it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> how is it? How is it all these years later, we can still be on the same wavelength? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. It's the, the, exactly that. Exactly that. And you're never sure, except you kind of feel it in your heart, whether it's the right direction or not. And we don't always give ourselves permission to proceed. So no, the brain I'm giving them. Yeah, so I'm giving myself permission to proceed, permission to pause. People are like, Tony, you just, you will stop and start your social media. You disappear. I said, because you know what? I love talking, but I really am an introvert and I need to pause to take care of me and to make sure that every time you engage with me, you're getting the best that I have to offer at that moment. That's so funny. Um, you notice my social media? I do the same thing. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's good. It's good to stay connected and to to grow and to learn um, with others um, directly and indirectly. But um, we all have a mission, and you know, it it may change seasonally, and we have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I had to unlearn a lot too. Like relationally, um, family relations, intimate partner relationships. I, I just wasn't exposed to a lot. And I was like, Whoop, okay, nope. And it's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when it's you okay. do decide to change direction on any of those things, it's a learning experience. Yes. You come out of it, even if, even if it wasn't what you had hoped it would be, mm -hmm. um, you come out, out of the experience richer. Yes. And giving other people permission to change their mind. You know, we oftentimes um, we have these paths laid out for us with very good intention by our, our families, by our children, based mm -hmm. on what they've seen, our partners, based on what they've seen, our friends who may have similar interests. So they want us to have the same interests as them and to follow the same path as them. Mm. Um, whether they express it directly or not, it's like, you know, we get the side eye if we're doing something different, like, why are you doing that? And they're, they're really posing that question because it looks different than the path they would take. Um, and it just doesn't fit within their vision of something. Instead of posing the question like, hmm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I, I, I am, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to um, like overwhelm you with questions. I'm just basking in your journey. Like, wow. Well, I, I just, the people, I love that people give you the side eye. That's so true. Um, oh, yeah. It's like, sometimes I call them out. Sometimes I don't like, hey, what's happening? Something I, in your eye? Something in your eye? <laughs> I think in many cases, it's not that they're, I mean, they sound like they're questioning our decisions, but I think what they're actually looking for is for us to confirm that their decisions are the right ones. Yes, yes, yes. Not in a, not in a negative. I don't no. see it as a negative. Yeah. I see it as a, hmm. I wouldn't have done it like that. I hadn't considered that, but they don't yeah. always know how to ask that question. So that's why depending on my energy at the time, I'll say, Hmm, 
What's that in your eye? What's, what's, what's going on in your mind? What do you really want to know? Or have you considered this? Or I just go on to answer the question. Uh, I, because they because they may not get to that point where they can articulate the true question because there's so many layers beneath what popped up, which I had to learn. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> I, I have a funny story. I, I um the the wonderful thing about being mobile is I get to visit my clients wherever they are all over the United States and Canada. And I have a, a Canadian client who I met in Alexandria Bay, New York, and went on a Thousand Island cruise with his company. And wow. while I was, I was actually, I can picture it, I was standing at the railing going past this, this beautiful Victorian house, and they had printed out in huge letters on the front of their property, love, L-O-V-E. And I was standing there looking at it and this, this gentleman came up beside me and, and started to chat me up. And uh, he says, oh, and, and where do you live? And I said, oh, I'm 100% mobile. I live in an RV. And he looked at me and just turned around and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? She don't have neighbors? What, what's, what's wrong? That's weird. That's, you know. You didn't yeah. invest in property. Yeah. Why? Why are you floating around? You're a gypsy. You're yeah. Yeah, you know, all yeah. these labels. Well, it's funny because if mean, people don't know what you do, they think they, you know, they make judgments. <laughs> yes. Like how's she making her money? Exactly. Well, you know, you're a hundred percent remote. Yeah. You are the epitome of a remote worker, and you've been doing this for so long, and that freedom in working remotely is like becoming a norm for so many during this season and even over the past five years. Yes. Um, what what uh, has changed since your first remote work opportunity up until now, 2020? There are more people, there are more okay. people and more families uh, mm -hmm. going mobile, RVing, um, and there are more Facebook groups about living a nomadic lifestyle. And it's not just the, you know, 20 somethings doing it. It's people of all ages. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of solo women RVers. Um, mm -hmm. in similar situations to mine where they were divorced and had to rethink what they wanted to do and what did that look like and you know they mm -hmm. turned it all upside down and decided to be adventurous instead um, mm -hmm. that's new uh, it, it's it, I and and actually going back to what you were talking about earlier with your kids um, and saying do this now it, you know, rethinking, especially with the schools potentially doing more homeschooling and more online schooling. I mean, that is the blessing of what is happening now. Yes. You know, companies and schools and colleges are all looking at remote learning and remote working where they weren't before. And I'm, I'm hoping that the government catches up with that and allows us to be, easily be more mobile. Mm -hmm. I think it will provide um, opportunities to be healthier um, physically and happier. Um, yeah, and emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, and to bond 
in the way that we need to and to show up, um, whether online or for our families and for ourselves differently because the commuting, the being in spaces where people are bringing their, uh, I'll just call them issues, um, whether they're really happy and we aren't, have, you know, we aren't there right now <laughs> or they're, they're transitioning um, into the workplace and schools with what's happening in their community and inside their homes. Um, and it just kind of disrupts a little bit. And I think the opportunity to work remotely um, frees us up a little bit um, to we do have more and choices. be. Yeah. yeah, to do and be better, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, you know, in our work, we're more effective. Um, I had an opportunity to work, work uh, remotely three days and then two days in the office. And eventually we became 100 percent. And now that I've been an entrepreneur uh, for about a full time entrepreneur since uh, May 2019, um, it, it really. Wow. <laughs> Yes, I love it. I, I'll just say I yeah. love it. It's just giving me time to purge, unlearn, live better, um, decide for me, share my resources in the way that I feel they should be uh, shared and delegated and connect with others in the way that's best for me and them. It's very timely. So I, I like what's happening. Um, in terms of the resources, the technology, we mentioned um, being able to travel uh, is a benefit of remote work, but in terms of the resources that you started using initially and that you will incorporate into your uh, next level, uh, the next version of your business, your coaching business, what do you find to be most effective now? And is is it most effective for you or is most effective because it's where people are? You know how we show up where people are that we want to serve and connect with? What do you find with the tools? Are you talking the actual like tools like internet? Yeah, okay. technology, yeah, tech related communication tools. Communicate well, I um Zoom, obviously is is huge i'm using that all the time several times a day now um and it's so much nicer to be able to see people rather than to just talk to them mm -hmm. um because there's it, there's so much that's missed in emails mm -hmm. so you know you can say oh well let's discuss that and you just hit the zoom button and you're talking face to face it's like meeting at the water cooler to discuss something that's a big one for me being mobile just internet at all is the number one challenge. Everything, everywhere that I book, everywhere that I go, I have to plan around the internet signal. Mm -hmm. um, so I have multiple ways of connecting um, and multiple companies. So that's, that's also probably my biggest expense. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Staying connected. Um, another a resource that I use is something called Teamwork PM. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a project management platform okay. that uh, helps me track everything because I have zero memory. Um, 
and I have to have everything written down on my tasks, where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do, <laughs> and also to ta pass them off to my team members too. Um, is that the type of thing that you're thinking? Yes, yes. Whatever you wanted to share. Now, the, the now other one that I use is FreshBooks. It's an invoicing, okay. invoicing software, and I have been with them since their inception. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that's ching 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 ching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been around a long time. Are you? Have you considered becoming an affiliate of either of those platforms? Well, I have considered. I have not. Uh, I do have a affiliate links. It's not something that I promoted in the past, mm -hmm. but that is start a, that as I when I revamp my website, which I'm starting to work on now. Um, mm -hmm they affiliate links will be included because I do promote them all the time. Yes. Yes. And you've been with them forever. I mean, yeah. you are, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're upselling to you. I mean, you are an ambassador for them, even by sharing it here. Yes. Just think about the number of people that will hear, hear this. Uh, and this that will play. be part of the, the, the coaching. I, end of my business I'm really excited what I want to do is I'll be working with higher end businesses using a process that I have two processes that my son and I have developed uh, called Delve and and um, Discovery where we kind of evaluate businesses and their websites and improve them based on consumer feedback um, but I I love the teaching part of thing and the coaching part of thing. So I want to create some webinars on helping new businesses. Why should you, what kind of platform should you choose to build your website and why, what things should you take into consideration? Um, mm -hmm. What products are important to you based on where you are? How do you pick a good domain name? Um, where should you buy your domain name? Um, all those sorts of things. SEO. How do you incorporate SEO in your new website? Do you use a theme-based uh, website? Do you use one that's existing and build on it? Or do you need to go to WordPress? All of those things that new business owners that I've taught my clients over the years and just done it. Um, I want to kind of do that with beginners. But that, that'll be sometime in the next year. That's not mm -hmm. tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it is such... I think a blessing and an opportunity. Uh, I'd love cross generation, generational, intergenerational, and legacy building. You, your son, you and your son are building a legacy through this business with his studies, application. Um, you get to glow up together, so to speak. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very excited, and 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 I, this. I don't want to sound like this is a I, I, I am so blown away by both of my sons. They yes. are, I'm so proud to be their mother. And there is nothing that I would love more than to work with both of them. And my mm -hmm. older son does not know this yet, but my goal is to eventually get him in the business too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, that's the plan. That's, that's the, the plan. plan. And he, he works in in, uh, in Detroit for a, a hosting company called Secure24. So, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So, so who is your target audience for your business? Um, 
Do you have a target and, and which business are we talking about? The coaching business? <laughs> okay. Let, let's go for both. Let's go for both. So in your coaching business. My coaching business is people who know that their life isn't necessarily working and they want to feel that, that excitement in the morning they want to wake up happy but there's a few things that they may need to work for uh, uh, work through to get there or they mm -hmm. feel stuck because they don't know what step to take next towards their goals mm -hmm. um, my background is behavioral science before I was doing this you know I went to college um, I was a counselor uh, so I use a lot of those behavioral science techniques um, in my coaching, mm -hmm. as well as evaluation and helping them talk things through and get through some of these ideas. I am, again, planning some classes because I found that there are certain pillars that I call them pillars, but it'll come up, it'll be a different name. Uh, pillars that we have to have in our life in balance, you know, um, mm -hmm. balance is such a huge thing. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Finding, finding balance in yourself, finding balance, because even negative things um, have some positivity. And so finding that balance where, where we're not leaning too far one way or the other, and it helps us build a structure that's strong, as opposed to a crooked one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Where the foundation is crumbling. Yes, yes. Like we can't. Foundation. Well, we can't be our best selves, and we can't put our best foot forward if we're constantly battling with guilt. You know, guilt about, oh, am I doing the right thing for my kids? Am I doing the right thing for my my mother? Uh, should I be volunteering at school more often? Um, so, learning to find those the balance so that when you make a decision, you know, your values, you know, what's important to you. And you're, it's easier to say no to those things. And yes, to the things that are going to feed you. Yes, yes. So in, in understanding a no, maybe a no right now. <laughs> yes, but it may be a yes later on and giving yourself yeah. permission. Yes. It's like, okay. <laughs> yes, feeling very confident in who you are and the decisions you make. So the classes that I'm planning are to help people find their way through that so that they can get from what is causing them anxiety and insecurity today to feeling very comfortable in making decisions that are, are best for themselves and their future goals without guilt or remorse or questioning themselves. Yes. Or as little as possible. <laughs> yes, yeah. we still well questioning will experience a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, but that's part of the balance, right? Yes. You yes. can't go without questioning some things because that's part of growth. But if we're mm -hmm. questioning to the point of where we're frozen, then that's a problem. Yes. That's yes, exactly yes. right. Yeah. And your website? Your what your work with website, who's your target audience and how can they reach you? If they're oh, interested in oh, working with you. Um, my target audience is uh, small businesses, small mm -hmm. to mid-sized businesses who are, aside from the coaching incoming businesses, 
my mm -hmm. actual services are for mm -hmm. uh, small to mid-sized businesses who uh, wouldn't think twice about spending, you know, over $10,000 on a website because uh, we do custom, custom coding, custom design, um, custom database applications for websites. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. As well as once, you know, we bring you in on a website, we can then um, support you with social media, with um, content creation, SEO. I look at the website as the main point and you have to have all of these other things in place in order to build the website up and to drive mm -hmm. traffic to your website. I'm also a believer that you own your own real estate. So yes. you don't build a website on somebody else's platform and you no longer own it. So that's, wow. that's where I work with my clients. That's major. Yeah. Well, I don't it's know. Surprising I don't money. know much. Yeah. I don't know much about that. I know about, uh, because I'm working with uh, someone on, getting small businesses online that's a part of my behind the scenes coaching <laughs> through my LLC um, <clears throat> one of my contracts I've been on for a year um, but it's always on someone else's platform and it's for you know user usability um, user friendliness um, and for uh, cost effectiveness mm -hmm. but it's a good first start like you said if you don't have that money to invest but you're learning um, that that first step that is amazing Pat now see I didn't know all of that I'm so glad that you got you were very streamlined you were very specific and that's the beauty in asking an open-ended question because what someone self-identifies um, as versus following through on and having resources you were very specific about your target audience and that in and of itself is a lesson like we need to be more specific um and sometimes it comes with just being out there and trying something and creating yeah. collecting baseline data yeah um, and then other times it's based on hey this is this is how i'm going to maintain my my lifestyle i need this i don't need a thousand um clients I need the right clients so yes. thank you for sharing that yes yes and 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 of course it's so funny and going back to our discussion about just putting our intentions out there and having it come to you I was using this whole staying inside to redevelop my website my mm -hmm. website is is old and I haven't paid any attention to it um, mm -hmm. because up until now all of my business for the past 17 years I've been in business has all been referral. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. all, it's all referral. I don't, I don't advertise at all. And mm -hmm. um, so I've decided I'm going to step in out and advertise and I've got to rebuild my website. And we've come up with these, these um, discovery and delve processes to evaluate websites. And I mention it to mm -hmm. a few people and now I'm mm -hmm. bu busy doing their websites instead of my own. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so uh, yeah, I hope before, you know, I'll be getting to my website soon enough. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. So before I fire off the, the, a few fun questions. Okay. 
I would like to actually, I'm not going to waste listeners time. They can check out the show notes. We will um, share how to connect with you socially and in in your business um, in the show notes. I don't, this is supposed to be a conversation. We're doing things differently. So Pat. Yes. Tell me right now, what are you reading? What is fueling Pat? What are you reading? Oh, I know I should be. Re- I, I actually and not necessarily consistently, but what what are you reading, or what was the last um, bit of literature, article, etc. that really it triggered something good in you to help you live better and lead boldly, mm. or unlearn a lesson? <laughs> what am I reading? I actually am. Um. Uh, doing more learning right now. Um, uh, So a lot of the reading that I'm doing is lessons. My son sent me an, uh, uh, an invite or a gift, a gift, I guess, to, have you seen Mm -hmm. online the the masterclass? Yes. Yes. Good. Good. So I have been, I have been listening to Sarah Blakely's. I, I don't own any Spanx. I didn't know anything about Sarah Blakely. Um, But holy smokes, what a great speaker she is. And so I've been going through her course on masterclass. I also uh, joined um, another uh, woman's uh, coaching. Um, the doers, what is it? The doers, the doer. Oh, isn't this terrible? I can't even remember. That's, That's okay. Uh, I, but I, <laughs> and yet I do it every week. I do it every week. So, Gra- so her what, name is Grace. Is- her name's Grace, and I'll I'll get Lever Grace Lever. Um, okay. And she does. Uh, she has an online learning portal about. Uh, um, marketing and that sort of thing and I'm I'm going through her courses because I'm finding it very interesting and it's always good to learn new ways of doing things um so I'm doing that my uh my friend who I'm currently living with gave me he knows that I love Outlander I don't know if you're aware of the Outlander series um (laughs) so he found the last book thinking I hadn't read it and brought me that so I've been reading a few pages of that here and there when I want to because mm-hmm. um, you can and I actually <laughs> I actually paid for a membership to an, a ma- uh, an online magazine called The Atlantic mm-hmm. um, because I was I felt that it was um, an impartial way to get my news it seemed to yes. be so I'm just starting to read that um, because I didn't want one that was too left-leaning or too right-leaning. I wanted one that sort of told what was going on without an agenda. So yes, uh, that's what I'm reading for my news right now. I've, I've, it's just been a week into that. And okay. yeah, always something. <laughs> yes. Yes. Something. So you are obviously resilient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, gone with the ebbs and flows in life, which we all have if Mm -hmm. we're still breathing. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Share uh, with the listeners, if you can, a mantra, affirmation, 
a poem, whatever you like to share, a bit of inspiration as we close the podcast. I'm going to say thank you now. And when you end, that will conclude our time together um, for oh. this segment. Well, can I say thank you? This has been yes, great. I love to please. Let's do this again. We don't even have to yes. record it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'd love to be able to ask you more questions, actually. Um, oh, wonderful. Of course. One of the things that spoke to me um, around the time when I was living in the house in, in commerce that, that you came to tea to was a poem by a Canadian author called The Invitation. And, and her name is Araya Mountain Dreamer. Um, and I loved it because it tied into, you know, the, my whole concept of going real and finding yourself and, and what's important in life is not necessarily possessions and what you have, it's who you are. Um, and the poem starts off, um, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will ask looking, if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It's a very long poem, so I won't read the whole thing, but definitely it is one that gives me goosebumps every time I read it. Thank you so much for sharing and for making time. Um, to join us. I had my eyes closed while you were reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, a very good, it's time. a very good poem. It's a very yeah. good poem, basically, that says that it matters who you are in your soul, and how you treat other people. That's what's most important in this world. Mm 